I'm trying to find a good. Uh, I'm trying to find a, a good place for the camera. I mean, we know what we 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 need to do for Facebook Live, but you know. There we go. I think I found a. I think I found a place where I can put the camera. And everything will work just fine. All right, joining us now. This is going to be a totally cool one-sided uh, conversation. Just remember, if you're watching, I, I, you know, I wonder, is there a way, there's no way for us to pump sound into this room, is there? I mean, I suppose I could turn up all the headsets really, really loud so that maybe people could hear Steve talking in the distant background. Yeah, would it help if you put a headset around the uh, phone? Uh, like a little mechanical person? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so reminder that any and all of our interviews this morning will be posted uh, as soon as they are concluded to our Facebook page at com. So if my half of it sounds interesting, <laughs> you can go listen to the other half. Joining us now is Steve McDonald of the New Media Militia. Uh, this is our No Safe Spaces segment. Good morning, Steve. Hey, Rich. Can you hear me okay? I can. How about yourself? Okay, can good. Because uh, I hear you sound pretty good. This is the uh, bubblegum, paper clips, and duct tape edition. Uh, uh, yeah. Safe spaces on Gerard at large. Yeah. I'm some... sitting in the dark with no coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so you're out of power, too. Do you have a key to the I studio, have no by power. the way? They canceled the. Hmm? Pardon? Do you have a key to the studio? All right. How does the screen change no. on a desktop? I, I hit some button, and all of a sudden my screen rotated. So now everything on my desktop screen is rotated. Um, <laughs> Clockwise, the wrong direction. Oh God! All right, so, so good morning, Steve. All right, good morning. Um, interesting day. Yeah, there's no school in Merrimack. If anybody's listening and they know, didn't know that, uh, apparently there's too many power lines down in the road. So, yes, we uh, posted that uh, to our Facebook page. The uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about just briefly is that, uh, as a reminder, the Six or Three Alliance is having a fundraiser. Uh, November 9th at the Executive Court at South Merrimack Road in Manchester. It's to uh, to support Initiative 18, so all the proceeds will go to uh, fund- fundraiser. All the proceeds will go to Initiative 18, which is uh, a program to find and recruit and train some small government candidates for the New Hampshire House. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for the right candidates. We want to set them up with a website, connect them to social media, implement some basic communication tools, targeted email, candidate training, door-to-door phone calls, a whole bunch of stuff. Show them how to do Facebook ads. Get them all set up and ready before the fundraising, or before the campaign season starts, so that they can get out there, hit the road running, and we can get more really good, solid small government candidates. Uh, the headline for the fundraiser is White House Chief, former White House Chief Strategist Steve Bannon. Uh, he's donated some of his time to help us raise this money, so he will be here on the ninth for the event. Uh, we'd really encourage everybody who who can to uh, go to 603alliance.org and uh, get a ticket or two and, and come see what he has to say to help support us in this so, Initiative 18. Um, I can say that um, we did have some inner circle tickets, were obvi- which are obviously the really expensive ones. Those are all gone. Most of the VIP tickets are sold out, but we do have general admission tickets available, and we really want people to come help us help New Hampshire. That's my sales pitch for the morning. All right, so we're talking about, because we're, the only thing that people can follow us on right now at the moment is Facebook Live. And for those of you who have just tuned in, as these interviews conclude, Josh is going to post them to Facebook so you can listen to them, <clears throat> you know, 
almost as if they're happening in real time, but we're talking about the 603 Alliance and its Project 18, or its Initiative 18, which is to help candidates across the state running for state rep. And uh, Steve Bannon is coming in. He is, of course, the former counselor to the president uh, who has uh, declared war on all things establishment and uh, for whom many people are are uh, blaming or crediting, depending on your point of view, for forcing, you know, uh, snowflakes like Flake and uh, uh, what's that uh, twit from Tennessee's name? The, uh, the, oh, guy, the, right, guy, right. the guy who managed to pass a law that inverted the Constitution so that it took two thirds of the Senate to defeat a, um, a, a, a treaty that would allow Iran to get nuclear weapons instead of the constitutionally required two thirds to uh, approve. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, my, my having had no coffee mind can't think of what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can tell you, though, when you post a, a notice that Steve Bannon is coming to an event in New Hampshire, the hardcore left-wing lunatics come out of the woodwork like mad. It is just so entertaining to look at these. If you can go over to the 603 Alliance Facebook page and just find the event or uh, Corker. The, the I'm sorry, his name came Corker. Corker. Yeah, yeah Corker. Corker. Right. Should, that should be easy. What a Corker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the comments are crazy. Some of them are funny. Some of them are clever. A lot of them are vulgar. <laughs> it's just you know, it's you know, Rich, because you do a radio show where, you know, the liberals don't necessarily like what you're doing or the fact yeah. that you have some reach, and so they got to come out and they got to they got to rain on your parade. I guess is the kind way to say it. Yeah. Well, and so there, there it is. So six hundred three alliance. Now, are you are you part of that group yourself? I am. Uh, I am a sitting member of the board of directors. All right. So you know, you folks have taken on the the proposition of of herding cats. The original vision for this thing was to, uh, well, I mean, it was to try to is try to you know bring together New Hampshire's many conservative issue oriented groups and try to concentrate their their um, their efforts behind a single conservative candidate. Uh, you had this great big convention during the presidential and. Uh, you know, the caucus, yep. Yeah, the caucus is great with great fanfare. You decided that Ted Cruz was the guy, and Ted Cruz decidedly was not the guy that uh, New Hampshire voters wanted. So, what what lessons did you take from that? And really, what is sort of has your mission changed? No, no. The mission is still to get uh, small government constitutional candidates elected at every level of government. Um, that, that that hasn't changed. That will continue to be the mission. Um, as far as herding cats, we are actually herding some of the cats. Uh, Initiative 18 is a cooperative effort. There are a number of um, political leaders on the right and organizational leaders who are interested in assisting us with different aspects of Initiative 18, for example, like some of the training. Um, we're looking at people who have expertise on issues. We're probably going to do some more issues-oriented seminars for these candidates to get them up to speed um, on what current legislation exists, what the law currently says, so that they have the knowledge they need to engage with their constituents. Um, and, of course, we can't do all that stuff ourselves, so we need other groups and other people who have that knowledge or have those skills to assist us. And we had a big meeting, I don't know, a month or two ago that uh, invited a bunch of uh, political leaders and activist leaders around, and we had a pretty decent showing. You always want to do better than you do, of course, but there's a lot of interest and people are willing to help us out. So, um, you know, our part 
really in Initiative 18 is as an organizer, we, we just sort of coordinate. Um, we're going to coordinate the tools. We're going to help coordinate the recruitment because we have lots of different groups who are interested in helping recruit. And obviously, another thing you can't do in a, in a house with 400 seats in it. So uh, we have herded some cats. Have you heard of all the cats? No, because as you well know, there's a lot of people in the state who are very issue-oriented, who aren't interested in doing a lot of things outside their issues. So we try to tap into their resources that are available when we want to talk about those issues, and then we just use everybody else, uh, and they work with us as best we can to advance this whole proposal. Gotcha. So... And from an electoral point of view, I think it makes sense what you guys are doing to try to to, to bring everybody together to get uh, conservatives elected to the New Hampshire House. Uh, the issue, however, is or the question I have is you know the idea that uh, um, in a in a race like a congressional or a senatorial, gubernatorial, presidential, that you're going to get everybody. Um, you know, on the same page, I, I I think that's a nice ideal, but I just that's, don't think it's going to work. That's not going to happen, and there's certainly no notion that that's what's going to happen. That's never going to happen. But, um, you know, so we're focusing on the New Hampshire House. Uh, Initiative 18 uh, is about getting House candidates elected in the New Hampshire House. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to replace all 400 reps. We're certainly not. That's impossible. Uh, we have come up with a list that I don't have in front of me. Uh, of seats where somebody has done the math, not us, somebody who's got the skills, and has come up with a list of, I don't know if it's 20, 30, or 50 seats where we have uh, either a Democrat or a very, very, very moderate Republican sitting that are winnable for a good conservative candidate or a constitutional or small government candidate, um, maybe even a libertarian candidate. So you're looking at you're looking for opportunities where you may only need 10, 15, 20 seats. Uh, so you're going to go for your your target rich environments, the places where you believe you can flip a seat or you can improve a seat. So I don't have the exact numbers of how many seats we're we're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's less than a hundred probably. But again, the goal is to not just keep the majority, but to have a better majority. Right. So you guys are are not going to shy away from primaries. In fact, you might create a few of them. That there's a high probability of that. You know, and part of the part of the glory and, and joy of this is that if we get these candidates recruited, and they take a candidate survey, we vet them, uh, or we get somebody to vet them, and we find out that they look like they're going to work for for us, and they're going to be a small government candidate. And of course, you never know once you get them there, but you have to do the best you can up front. We're going to try to uh, get them all set up and all ready to go, and they're going to have a website, and they're going to have social media, and they're going to have targeted email, and they're going to have their hand, their palm cards, and they're going to have their signs, and they're going to be ready. The minute they register, they can hit the ground with all of that. And some of that advanced in advance, as you begin to see this pop up, is going to maybe dissuade some people from running, and it's going to send a message to others that we're serious about getting these candidates elected. And hopefully that'll make a difference. That's really the goal. Hmm. Do, you, do you think the state has just fundamentally changed politically, or do you think that the, uh, the the House organs that used to identify and mobilize Republican votes have either atrophied or splintered? I would say the latter. Um, it seems like we were, you know, when, when the Democrats took everything, when they had the House and the Senate and the Executive Council and the governor, governorship, Everything kind of went left real fast, 
And it took us a few years to get out of the weeds and out of the woods. And But over that time, most of the special elections, you saw we got some slightly better candidates than we had there before. And then, you know, we weeded out a good rhinos. And then eventually we got to Bill O'Brien, which is probably the best we will ever do as far as advancing conservative initiatives. We still had issues in the Senate. We'll always have issues in the Senate, I think. But I, I would say that, yeah, right now there is clearly an incentive to be moderate. In, in, and I think that has something to do with leadership. There's a lot of reps who are like wave reps. If you have a more moderate or more Democrat-leaning, they kind of start, the Republicans, they start to vote sort of that direction. But when you get a more conservative set of leadership in there, they kind of start to vote in that direction. And that's kind of what happened under O'Brien. And we're really thinking that maybe we can we can recreate the notion that if there's good, strong leadership, but strong small government leadership that, you know, some of these Republicans who are currently voting maybe 70, 80, 80 percent-ish, which isn't bad, you know, some of them are 50 or 60, uh, with the HRA, with, you know, the, the state constitution and um, the platform, uh, that they'll start voting a little bit better, get them up to 85 to 90 you know, some of them will even get up into the 90s. And it's those handful of votes that get you to pass stuff like right to work. It's those handful of votes that that help you to, you know, stop funding things you don't want to be funding or to shut down a, another commuter rail evaluation inspection committee thing before it ever gets started. You know, these tiny little improvements are the things that really help us go in the right direction. And you, you only need a handful of votes to do that, and you only need a handful of votes to get the right sort of leadership to help advance a small government platform, and that's really what we're after. All right, Steve, and on that, we're going to have to let you go. We appreciate your calling in this morning. All the uh, hardships of the storm notwithstanding. <laughs> I've got to, I'm going to get dressed and go find some coffee. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I've I've got coffee on the way in because Ava Castillo's next and she always brings me a hot cup of decaf. See, there are advantages oh, to living well, in the city. Hi Ava for me. I will. All right. Steve McDonald, NewMediaMilitia.com. Thanks for being with us. All right. We'll see you. Bye, Rich. Right. We're going to take a, a break for traffic, weather, and sports. Not that you'll know it here on Facebook Live, but it'll give me a chance to reset and recollect and ask Ava why she's not wearing black like she almost always does.